0: Log Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to I Am The Future with Lady Fontaine, co-host Dr. Jean Cirillo, Julie Zellman, and Frank Todaro. This is Eye on the Future. And now, Lady
2: Fontaine. Thank you, Frank. This is Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean Cirillo. And we're here to answer your questions on love, life, career, and whatever is on your mind. So give us a call at 646-381-4141. Later in the show, you'll meet Carolyn Coleridge, who's a psychotherapist, a spiritual, intuitive, and an energetic healer. She'll be talking to us about her intuitive healing methods. So stay tuned. The night is young, and we'll be taking your calls a little later in the show. The number, again, is 646-381-4141. Don't forget, we want to answer your questions right here on the show. So send us your questions along with a little background And each week, we will select at least one letter to read here on the air. Dr. Cirillo and I will answer your questions before we begin to take calls. We invite you to send your questions to us at mailbag, excuse me, at ladyfontaine.com. Details can also be found on my show page here on Blog Talk Radio. So remember to email us your questions and tune in each week. Okay, let's get started. We have a jam-packed show tonight. The switchboard is already lighting up. So give us a call at 646-381-4141. And if you guys hear my voice cracking, don't laugh. I'm getting over bronchitis. So, Dr. Cirillo, you there? Yes, another yes I rough, am. Another rough day in the stock market today. I know, I know. I mean, in the past month or so, the Dow has gone up and down and all around. But, I mean, what are the statistics that I'm hearing? It's down like 10% or something? Well, there also
0: are corrections in the market, and what happens is when it goes up too fast, it's not a strong kind of rise, and it goes down. But from what I know, that oil spill in Louisiana is a big effect on mm. the
2: economy. and Without a doubt. You know,
0: it's not going away.
2: I saw something um, on the Internet today on that where they actually, you know, went and did um, – Uh, you know scuba diving in right in the oil mess and they were seeing how um, all the chemicals that they're using that's supposed to disperse this and break it up how it really isn't and the the guys who went um gusteau was one of them um and a reporter and when they came out of the water i mean they were like buttered i mean they were slick so i mean the the long-term effects i don't think that you know, I don't know how we're ever going to recover from it. It just doesn't ever stop. And then what they're doing tomorrow, um, they're saying it's like 60 to 70% successful. I mean, those odds aren't so great.
0: No. No, you know, I'm sure that if the government is DP if, if they had the means to stop it, they would.
2: Oh, I'm sure. So At this, is this a huge point, embarrassment. Is just,
0: yeah, something that happened, and, and they can't control it, <laughs> you know, that. Unless God or the universe has put a curse on Louisiana, I mean, it was sad. The Saints won. They were just recovering. I I have a good friend who's an entertainment lawyer. Uh, fortunately, he has clients all over the country, all over the world. But, I mean, that, that area of the country has taken hit after hit after hit. Since yeah. K- Katrina, something's going on there.
2: Well, maybe it's a sign, and I'm I'm not saying this from a psychic perspective, but maybe it is a sign that people should, um, you know, move inland or move away or something. I mean, too
0: many dark lady psychics, I think,
2: <laughs> from
0: New Orleans. Well, I don't uh, know.
2: Well, you know, actually, one day we'll have to have Jackie Barrett back. She'll probably tell us because she don't they call her the Queen of New Orleans? Mhm, yeah yeah for yeah. what's going on as,
1: as you said that that crossed my mind too. I wonder what she's doing right now with
2: all yeah we'll have on. to we'll have to invite her back and see what she has to say about what's going on there because she's originally from that area, and she's really connected i mean she's friends with the mayor and you know all kinds of high dignitaries in that area, so she probably has some inside scoop too as well as from a psychic perspective. So maybe I'll touch base with Jackie and see what's going on with her. But um, I was amazed today that the when the stock market started to rebound, it was the bank stocks. Did anybody hear that, or did I hallucinate that? I don't remember hearing that. I'm not that shocked, though. Yeah, I, I didn't specifically hear that,
3: but it's definitely possible.
2: Yeah, I mean, that one kind of floored me. I was very, very surprised. Oh, and then speaking of Julie.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, how
2: is the real estate, real estate market going for you?
3: Um, I'm very busy, actually, and I know that people all over the country listen to this, so I'm sure that's surprising, but New York City, it's an animal of its own. It really wow. is, and... But, uh, but I think that on.
2: that's sort of like a tribute to you as well, because it's something that we talk about a lot, that you don't need a good economy to be successful. That's true. And if you're radiating that and you're not sitting there stressing over, you know, the things that we're talking about right now, the market going up and down and the people losing money and all this other kind of stuff, in essence, you're going to, if you're just focused on what it is and you're radiating good energy, that's what you're going to be getting back.
3: I guess um, sometimes my living in a fantasy world pays off,
2: <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> and living in you're... denial. Oh. Stock <laughs> so market, to... schmock market. I don't care. That's
0: <laughs> You know, really, people can't blame the outside circumstances. I've I've met too many people that are that are unemployed now, and, and they're blaming the economy. And look at this, and look how many people show up for a job. I never like doing it, maybe because right. I'm in an opposite, opposite field in healthcare, where when the economy is bad, we do a little better and vice versa. But, I mean, how much can you blame the outside circumstances?
2: You have to adapt because you're obviously right. it isn't going to adapt to you. No, you're right. absolutely right. And that was one thing I was curious about mm-hmm. um, because, obviously, as a psychic, I get when the economy is going bad, I get so many people can cons- Calling me concerned about their jobs, um, and I was wondering in with with you in, in, in therapy in psychotherapy, what, what uh, do you have the same rush? Of people that are concerned about about jobs and and their future, their financial futures. Or... Yeah, I, I have quite a few union people,
0: and you know the furlough in New York hasn't gone over too well. So mm. everybody is is stuck on the idea that uh, they shouldn't be the one that has to make any sacrifices. And you know, one of my ideas—I I don't say this; it's not a popular one—but I'm sure that there are some people who are in the government state jobs that would volunteer to take the four days a week to have the extra day to themselves mm. and still have an 80% job which is really hard to get. I'm thinking mm. of people like in my position with a private practice uh but they they won't allow anything like that because the the in a way they're so rigid with we have to have certain benefits and certain payment and you know I've never had that security since uh let's say for 23 years. So uh, but yeah, you know everybody talks about it. I think they exaggerate the personal danger and the effect on them. But yeah, yeah, it is a big concern because it's yeah. held. They're held hostage by the boss too. Like you want, you want your job. You know, you better do as I say. So. I
2: know it's it's a tough situation. It really, really is. But the most important message is what we were talking about before. That basically, if we're if we're feeling good about things and we're radiating good energy, we're going to get that back. Julie is perfect living proof. I mean, her career is not being hindered by um, by the, the the poor real estate market, though. Though she's indicating that New York is hopping anyhow. I kind of feel there's. Um, I'm sure there's a ton of people in New York in real estate that aren't sitting there with three or four or five closings a week.
3: No. <laughs> I wish I'd three or four or five a week, but well, you <laughs> No. <coming up. laughs> I do have a few coming up and yes, it is true that As much as I say it's a different animal, there are still a lot of people suffering and a lot of real estate brokers who were doing very well a few years ago who don't know what to do with themselves because of the economy. So it
2: is a tribute to you. Maybe we'll have a show on you next week. (laughs) Uh, Great. (laughs) All about me. The Julie Zellman (laughs) Show. (laughs) So phone
3: lines are open. Please call 646-381-4141 to speak with Lady Fontaine, Dr. Cirillo, and our guest for tonight is Carolyn Coleridge. They're here to answer all your questions. Call 646-381-4141 to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, please send us your question at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. It's now time for Sky McKenna's Skywatch Report. Were
2: thinking in a magical
4: style. Hello everybody, this is Skye McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives on AchieveRadio.com or you can go to my new website, SkyMcKenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the energy report on my new blog, there's a link at the top of my website for that, too. Also, my new book, Astrology in You 2010, is available on my website or on Amazon.com now. It's for the whole year and covers everything from astrology basics to major aspects, sign changes, world astrology, and there's a forecast for each sign for all of the upcoming Mercury retrograde periods and all of the eclipses. There are several. I'm told it's very useful, informative, and an easy read. And if you buy it from my website, I'll send you an autographed copy, a free birth chart, so you can follow along with the aspects if you'd like and learn more about astrology. And you'll also get free shipping if you buy it from my website. All the information is there on my website, skymakenna.com so we've got the wind in our backs we're still holding on to our hats here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less and this then is for the week beginning sunday may twenty third two thousand ten well we have a momentous week ahead of us thursday in particular with the full moon and early sagittarius and uranus entering aries at the same time are very significant events and this is very big news historic actually and uranus's movement into aries is beginning the setup for the planetary cardinal t squares coming up in june and july and then that biggie grand cardinal cross in the sky that's exact on august seventh in very early degrees of the cardinal signs and those cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. And, of course, we'll all be affected by these upcoming energies, but especially those of us who have planets or sensitive points in early degrees of those four signs will really be affected one way or the other. And it might not be difficult. might be some exciting changes, but life-changing events are in store for all of us now. And globally speaking, I also expect to see some major earth changes later this summer and fall, major political shakeups and more big business shaking, too, in general, we can be on the lookout for some major shake rattling and rolling so to speak there's lots to talk about concerning these upcoming energies but we only have eight minutes here so i'll have to be talking about all of that as we go along in the coming weeks but the week ahead of us is no slouch in the momentous change department either and we start right off the bat with big energy on saturday may 22nd jupiter and pisces will face off with saturn and virgo this is a very major aspect and it will occur two more times on August 16th of this year, and then again on March 28th next year. These two bodies also form part of this Grand Cross coming up in August, and we'll be looking, willingly or otherwise, at making choices between existing, established habits, and listening to our intuitive self and moving ahead to new territories. Think balance, but choose those new territories. And then Sunday, May 23rd, Venus will oppose Pluto. And this may not feel particularly friendly. These two planets will also be participants in the Grand Cross in August. And there can be some emotional push-pull energy now, some blockages to getting what we really, really want, and some natural frustration because of that. So if we can, we shouldn't allow ourselves to buy into it. Go with the flow as much as possible. This energy is a passing thing just for these couple of days. Monday and Tuesday, May 24th and 25th, are quiet, planetarily speaking, but the moon moves from affable Libra late Monday into watery Scorpio and makes some challenging aspects until Thursday, so, things could get kind of intense for us now, especially since the energy of the Jupiter-Saturn opposition is still very much with us. And, we also have some mighty Uranus energy of change and chaos at our doorsteps on Thursday as well. So, it might be decision time for some of us, but no throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Then Thursday, May 27th, is another very momentous day. Along with the full moon in Sagittarius birthing us into higher learning, spirituality, and people in places at a distance. Uranus first enters Aries. This is a major astrological event. And after dropping back into Pisces for a very short visit, he'll be staying in Aries for the next seven years. And radical change is upon us. Uranus is most associated with revolution, and he last traveled through Aries in 1927 to 1935. And Jupiter will also be joining Uranus and Aries on June 5th, which will only serve to increase this far-reaching energy of change. More to come on this one as well but basically be ready to make the changes that are ready and willing and waiting to be made. Just take that e-ticket ride and be ready to let go. Then Saturday, May 29th, there's gratefully no major planetary activity. But the Moon, first in Sagittarius, squares off with both Jupiter and Saturn in a T-square formation, and we'll be pushing for that change we've all been talking about. And then the Moon moves into Capricorn, and she squares Uranus and conjuncts Pluto. So, if we can take today off, not a bad idea. Even more major events are in store for us next week, but this is probably enough for right now, don't you think? Now, this week, I want to talk about how and where each sign will be feeling this powerful movement of Uranus into Aries. And keep in mind that this is made even more potent because Jupiter will be following Uranus and Aries on June 5th, which essentially magnifies everything. And as always, this will apply to your sun sign and rising ascendant sign if you know it. Aries, I hope you're ready for change because your life is about to do just that. And it can change in an instant. You've got thrills, exhilaration, and enthusiasm at your doorstep. And you're probably going to be craving excitement and freedom, too. If life has seemed slow or a bit boring, that's all about to change. Taurus, get ready for flashes of brilliance and even spiritual revelations. Be ready for the unexpected to reveal itself to you. Spend time, even a little bit, in solitude. And get ready for a blast of enlightenment and awareness that will surprise even you. Gemini, this is an exciting turning point for your hopes and wishes. Be ready for new or even existing friends to show you the way to very, very big pleasures and delights. And new and imaginative desires are about to arrive in your life. Cancer, major shifts, changes, and surprises, and fresh starts are in store for your career. Be ready to let old things go so new things can arrive. And be ready for exciting or even disruptive events or people to shake things loose so those new things can get to you. And just for the heck of it, pay special attention to the computer or electronic industry. Leo, you'll be especially blessed with Uranus moving into fiery Aries since it forms an inspirational trine aspect you. Your horizons are about to explode with possibilities, and you're coming into a stunning life-expanding new era. So allow yourself to look all the way to the far horizons. Virgo, get ready for some exciting new intimate experiences, unusual opportunities for shared resources and life-changing psychic experiences to awaken your life. Allow yourself to go where you've not gone before, and give yourself and us the gift of your imagination. Libra, unexpected, exciting, unpredictable that's how your relationship life is about to be described i hope you like surprises because startling developments or unusual people are about to enter your relationship world who will shake it up and change it forever hold on to your hats scorpio your everyday life is about to change and probably in very unexpected ways your routine will be shaken up and unusual futuristic methods or startling co-workers will arrive on the scene you may also find yourself considering alternative or energetic medicines either for yourself or even as a career just don't expect your daily life to be the same old same old anymore sagittarius you too are especially blessed by this aries uranus forming a luminous trine to you big changes and fresh starts are coming into your love life unconventional love wild creativity and exciting self-expressions of all kinds are at your doorstep an exciting new journey is beginning don't be afraid of change now be ready for the future it's already here capricorn unexpected and liberating changes can shake up your home or your family life you may even find yourself making a startling or surprising move and there may be an urge to break free of ruts even or especially if things feel unsettled allow yourself the gift of newness and fresh starts because they'll be there for you anyway Aquarius, startling ideas and exciting new ways of thinking are about to rock your world. Unconventional thoughts, even for you, will be opening previously unimagined possibilities for you. Electricity-charged communications will be coming like bolts from the blue, so be ready to respond. Pisces, your finances and earnings world are in for some surprises. Unpredictable, probably, but exciting and new. You'll be finding new, unanticipated ways to use your abilities to earn startling new money. And unusual new people or events can fling open doors in an instant. And you, too, might consider looking at the use of computers or electronics to awaken your financial horizons in astonishing new ways. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report. And remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymakenna.com, and the link is right there at the top of the page. And you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the Energy Report. And remember, the animals still need your help. You can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse. It's absolutely, positively, no questions asked free. In 2009, your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals. So just go to TheAnimalRescueSite.com and click on the purple button that says Click Here. It's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving. You always lose by holding back. So until next time, take good care, God bless, and namaste.
2: Well. Um, we're, there's I mean, I don't even know what's going on in with the planets, but it sounds like everybody is in for something major, like earth-shattering it almost sounds like. And this upcoming um, Grand Cardinal Cross, I can't wait to hear more about it. I mean, she's almost secretive. Like, I mean, it's supposed to be extremely powerful, and we're going to find out soon. So, tonight... We have a special guest with us. She is a therapist, a spiritual intuitive, and an energetic healer. She has appeared on TV and radio, including CNN International. She has a thriving healing and intuitive whoops, con- uh, canceled. She has a thriving healing and intuitive consultation practice, and has regular classes on spiritual growth. Carolyn's gifts include giving intuitive soul messages that help clients find their true purpose and inspire them to pursue their spiritual gifts. Carolyn's website is intuitivesoulhealing.com. We are delighted to introduce you to Carolyn Coleridge. Carolyn, welcome to our show.
5: Oh, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hi, Carolyn. Hi.
2: We are so delighted to have you. We want to hear all about you. So can all you tell us who you are and what you do? There's so many aspects that that almost captivate me when I read your bio, that I'm really anxious to hear how you put it all together.
5: Yeah, well, that's a great question. Well, put it all together is how spirit kind of put it all together with me, and that's my um, big thing is to trust your spirit and to work with it and see what the spirit has in store for you, because my plans became very different than what the spirit's plans were. Um, about 15 years ago, I graduated from Columbia with a master's in social work. And at the time, I was having a lot of spiritual experiences. I was working on uh, Wall Street in um, a EAP firm, employee assistance firm, with counseling brokers. And um, I would have a lot of just different experiences with people, with feeling like, well, my boss was an intuitive, you know, she didn't admit it. And my supervisor was into astrology. So, um and my other friend was a medium there. It was kind of strange like we were all together on Wall Street working with people, and I would um get a lot of messages about them. We were so busy and so swamped. we had all a lot of major firms like Dean Witter Golden Sachs, like huge companies, and um we had to move really quickly and when I'm working with them, I would get insights about them and I was like, "Why am I getting you know like they were talking to me about?" their job and i say what's up with your dad you know and they start crying and say oh my father just died and i'm trying to keep it together at work i have to give a good image i was realizing i was kind of reading the people without even knowing it but really getting to the root of it then we can do our three sessions for eap so it's like my my abilities grew with the kind of work i was doing and because i so wanted to help i think my spirit opened up to another realm another part of me um, so I, I do, you know, I did psychotherapy and then I was getting really drained working in Manhattan and having so many clients that I started to investigate Reiki and do healing work um, to help heal myself. And um, I got initiated and I never really used it until, um, um, except on myself a little bit, until I moved out to L.A. a little bit uh, later um, and then started doing healing. And then um, I was wondering, you know, why... Um, you know, why am I getting all this information about people? Occasionally I'd see their uh, auras and occasionally I would see their chakras. And I would just see this color start turning and I would study it and I realized that um, I was getting information from their souls. So whenever a client really wanted to grow, their soul would show me an aspect of them. Um, it wasn't like I was calling it out, it was just like, this can help me. So it, actually, that's why I called it intuitive soul healing because their soul was telling me where they wanted to go with the treatment, either with counseling. Um, and then later, I was starting to do readings, um, and it was just—it was just very interesting. And I was wondering why um, all this information was being presented to me. But I, then I started learning about 2012 and the shifts on the planet, and all the different um, things that are going on um, astrologically, spiritually. You know, um, I left right before 9/11 happened. I mean, all of that started coming into place as to why I was set in certain places and why I was given certain gifts. And then I realized that I was able to help people um, to move to a certain space in their life where they were trusting their spirit, they were trusting their gut, and they were recreating their lives. Um, and, you know, I'd have a couple of sessions, and then years later I'd hear from them and say, oh my God, remember that session we had? It totally changed me. It totally helped me. And I heard that over and over again, and I was. And a lot of times I never heard back from them. It was spirit-like connecting me somehow, you know, they found me somewhere else, or on a radio show, and they just said, "Wow, you've really, really helped me." So I realized that um, my intuition, which is really, um, which I help other people to ignite in their intuition, and was teaching their souls how to heal. So that's why I called it intuitive soul healing.
2: Mm. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting mm-hmm. because I also have a background on Wall Street as well. I did career mm-hmm. um, career coaching, mm-hmm. and I'm amazed how many very intuitive, very um, Um, spiritual people do work on Wall Street.
5: Yeah, me too. I was also
2: surrounded by many, many people, as you were saying, that were part of my journey and my my growth. Um, You know, it's amazing. Everybody thinks it's so, you know, cutthroat and cold, and there's not those um, strong spiritual connections, but there are.
0: really maybe they need that to balance out the other part of them that has to be so cold and so quick and so so tough to work with the numbers so quickly it would make sense that that they have to go home to something different or they'll really burn out so this prevents them from burning out
5: yeah probably and the woman who started the company she was very intuitive she never really told us but she had about 15 16 20 companies and she used her intuition to uh, connect uh, right yeah it was a huge firm and um i was um What was interesting about it is that a lot of people coming to me also had, like you said, they were, like this one guy was a major broker and, He's like, you know, all I want to do is be a Buddhist. I I am so intrigued by Buddhist books. I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm so intrigued by this. I'm so intrigued by that. Uh, You know, and and then another person said, you know, I was wondering about feng shui. And they all started, you know, like coming out. And I think that was kind of the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, they were connected to me or whoever they needed to be. Because not everyone in the company was like that, but many were um and they and they weren't they, afraid to tell you exactly. you know it's their
0: company they might have thought that another counselor would write them off as crazy or inappropriate for wall street they came right out because they sensed that you accepted and believed in that too
5: absolutely yeah and my office was so corporate it was like a law firm it wasn't i didn't even have a little no i had a little uh, dolphin maybe it was a little sign i might be a little bit tipped into the uh, spiritual world but um I think what was interesting too is that as I started growing and started searching and seeking and having different experiences, so did my gifts and abilities and um, and you know just a lot of different things. Like I, I decided to get more into healing. I decided to move to L.A. I met like three different people from L.A. So from that alone, I moved out to Los Angeles um, to do healing work, and I was working in a, as a psychotherapist in a major HMO and. All these different things happened that were telling me to move on, and I ended up working for Agape. Are you familiar with Agape? Yes, uh, from I the am. the secret, yeah, yeah, Michael Beckwith Church. So I attend there, and I work there as a healer. Um, uh, and I bumped into a woman at a healing event, and she's like, oh, you know, I, uh, we were just ch- chatting away, and she said, I work at UCLA part-time, and they're looking for healers there. I said, oh, I used to work at UCLA in, in child psych and NPI. And, um, uh, and she's like, well, they're looking for a <laughs> and a healer and I was like, How can I be hired as a healer? Like I never in you know, a <laughs> would think that and I went to the interview, they're like, Okay, great, you're you're perfect, just come on. And it yeah. was just a, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. But, you know, before that what had happened is that it wasn't like that easy. I had been in a job and I was very intuitive and I was threatening to some of the people there because I would get a lot of referrals and a lot of people refer their friends and even change therapists <laughs> to see me um because I wasn't reading them I was just moving you know in a different way and I was connecting to their spirit and everyone has a spirit so they liked that that sense of connectivity and um, my boss really didn't care for that for a lot of different reasons so um and I was and I became really ill I I had a tumor and I came sick and they were putting pressure on me to move on so I ended up leaving without a job which is crazy but I trusted this was not the right place because some of the treatment, was this is what I'm writing in my book, it was inappropriate, etc. So um, I ended up leaving and I started, I had to. what am I going to do? You know, I only had a job, I got transferred to another facility just on the weekends at a hospital. Uh, and I said, what am I going to do during the way? And I said, I might as well start doing readings. And, you know, I made $1,500 that month and I was like, whoa. How did that happen? You know, and because I because I, cause, you know, being a psychotherapist, you're not supposed to be doing uh, you know getting messages and doing, in right. yeah, you know, especially if you're licensed. So it was a big step. You know, I was always doing readings um undercover behind closed door, but never together. So to do it, you know, professionally and to get out there and to do different shows and different things was like a really big experience. But the trauma of having a tumor, getting sick, being pushed out of a job made me. So I tell people that sometimes the most difficult situations are, you know, of course are pushing you Mm -hmm. to your real purpose. That's very, very true. Yeah, yeah. So embracing them can really be um, beneficial to you. You know, if you have support, if you have, um, you know, strength, And knowing, like either hearing it on a radio show or uh, reading an article about it and realizing that it's not the universe working against you, it may be the universe working for you.
2: Exactly. And, you know, most people take any sort of, or many people take adversity and they resist against it. Mm -hmm. And if we would embrace it and get the gift and get the lesson, um, we would be able to really propel ourselves to new heights. Yeah,
5: absolutely. And I feel like that's uh, what the the whole thing about learning about the soul and the healing of the soul is about with me because um, working in Manhattan and then working in L.A., I mean, you hear, I mean, I've been a therapist for 15 years and I've had 10,000 stories of sadness. And I don't know sometimes you don't know what to do with them. And knowing that, I mean, clinically I know what to do with them. But spiritually, I said there's, there's a reason that people are going through these horrendous things. Why? And understanding the soul's path, understanding, you know, reading, you know, Many Minds, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss and Love, Medicine, Miracles by Bernie Siegel and expanding on that and really helping people connect to their spirit and their soul and help them be part of the journey of healing themselves. That's what I realized. That's what I searched for um, because sometimes you just feel so stuck in hearing their difficulty and with HMOs, which with only you know five sessions, ten sessions, even EAP, I had to move quickly. I had to be able to let them feel like they were able to get a grasp of what um, they needed to do to move forward. And it was the pressure of holding on to account <laughs> and doing well. So it, so I, instead of looking at it as being like overstressed and everything, I turned it around and said, there's a reason why these things happen to me. I, I see how my life has been set up to do this work.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us how you help your clients actually find their life, per- their life purpose?
5: Okay. Um, yeah, it, it reveals itself usually through the patterns of what they've been through. Um, I, have, uh, I wrote an article, you know, Five Steps to Find Your Life Purpose, and a lot of times it's really something that um, they resisted, something they love, something that is, um, they love doing is very easy for them. And sometimes I just do a survey in my classes. I say, what do you like doing? And they said, I don't know what I like to do. I said, forget about money. Forget about, um, you know, what, what it looks like in terms of prestige. Forget about what's in your heart. And I just get them to write what's in their heart. And generally, if I pull at it, you know, something will come up. And I said, okay, write that down and ask the universe to show you what you need to do. Because the universe is waiting to align us to our life purpose. So, all they have to do is to really i mean it sounds easier you know said than done, but they really just have to go with what 's in their heart. Um, you know I was working at an economics research research firm in d c and I thought I should get an m b a but that wasn 't in my heart. I was spending most time counseling my coworkers, the economists I work with, and I was like, god, maybe i 'm good at this, you know so that 's why I changed and got my MSW. So, um, but I wrote down, but somebody told me to do that, just to write down, what are you good at? You know, what do you like doing? And I say, I like listening to people, and it seems to help them. Um, and I seem to give advice that seems to really um, you know, um, push them in the right direction. So it's really connecting to your source. And if people can't get there, I, I do meditation classes. I help them to breathe. I help them to do automatic writing. What is their spirit saying? I analyze their dreams. I pull out their dreams. I see what the, what, you know, they would always say, oh, well, if I had money, I would do this. Okay, so I was like, well, that's it. Now we've got to set up a program how to get you there, you know, how to sustain this dream into reality.
2: Well, a lot of what you um, are talking about here, I'm, I assume, is part of this, what you call intuitive soul healing and part of the intuitive soul messages that you're getting through
5: yes, absolutely mm-hmm.
2: yeah um, so what actually is uh, theta healing
5: theta healing is um, it was created by a naturopath it also was an intuitive, be honestable, and she um, healed herself of cancer she had cancer in her leg she had four kids. I think she was going to lose her leg It was going to be amputated, and she ended up um, just, um, asking um, the universe asking God to um, you know, heal herself. You know what else to do. I think if she first healed her cousin, and she got the message in her head, asked the cells to rearrange themselves to what they used to be, or to, to heal, and she did. Her cousin got better. She did it to herself, and so she healed wow. her her leg. Yeah, it's amazing.
2: That and, is an amazing concept. Wow. So simple, but so amazing.
5: It's- yeah, we kind of command ourselves because, you know, they listen to us and just like, you know, your body listens to everything you think, you know, issues in your tissues. So why not do it the opposite way? And just like God commanded, you know, let there be light, we still have that ability. So she really, really believed in it. She teaches you how to go to the theta state. And theta is, you know, right now we're in, uh, we're in beta. Alpha is when you meditate. Theta is just above that, a little higher. Delta is when you're sleeping. And there's just, you know, uh, frequency waves. And basically she has, teaches a method how to go up to theta. And at a higher frequency, we're connect, we're closer to sorts and we're able to manifest quicker. So what we you do through kinesiology is test beliefs that are maladaptive. And when you work at this method, you tend to hear people's beliefs right away. Like you're working with someone who says, I want to do this, and I say, I, I would hear... You know, no one I could, No one ever gives me a break. So I would test that through kinesiology, muscle testing. And if it's a, a uh, yes, I say, this is what you believe. And they say, no, I don't believe that. And you test it. And I say, well, your body's telling me it does. And then you go up and change it and make the yes into a no. And it's a really quick method. And it's pretty powerful. I do that along with counseling, spiritual counseling um, and therapy, because it's, you know, it's not invasive, it's not untouched. It's just a very light um, checking the energy and people's lives transform it's unbelievable because there are all these beliefs that they have that are stuck in their soul and you're doing it not just on the you're doing it on the ancestral level which is um your genetics um you're doing it on the historical level which is past lives on the soul level means your whole soul's totality all the different lifetimes you're doing on the the personality or the spiritual level so you're doing on four different levels and uh, according to her, God gave us the permission to now, at this time of our life, because our energies are moving up to a higher frequency on the planet, to change all these um, belief systems for all the different levels in the DNA. So it's a DNA healing method.
2: I think that's absolutely awesome. Because it is, getting yes. people to first even recognize that they have a belief that's limiting them in, in, in any way is a magnificent feat within itself, and then to, like you said, it's a very simple process to, A, identify that, yes, this is a belief, and then, B, to change it.
5: And then they see it, yeah, and they can see it, because they don't don't believe you, but then with the kinesiology and the muscle testing, they're like, wow, I didn't know I believed that.
2: Wow, that's very, very powerful.
5: It is, yeah. Wow, I
2: I have to definitely talk to you offline, because I think that's an (laughs) absolutely amazing concept. I really, really do.
5: It's great um, with Reiki too. I do it with Reiki too. Before they get on the table, I'll check on beliefs, and you hear them right away. They after you work in this method, they come very quickly. You know exactly what people's beliefs that are blocking them are.
2: And you could do this remotely, or you do you have to do it in person?
5: What's that? Remote? You said?
2: Uh, well, do you do that? Rem- the uh, the uh, do you do the healing remotely, or do you have to do it in person?
5: Um, I do it both ways if somebody knows kinesiology and I can, mm-hmm. sometimes I can teach them over the phone if they can self test
2: mm-hmm. they
5: can check the beliefs and they can sh- uh, shift and then I shift them remotely yeah and then they can do it as long as they know understand the kinesiology some people need to see it but mm-hmm. some people can I can explain it to them over the phone and they can or sometimes I'll send them an email what it looks like but it, you know it's, it's yeah it's great and you know like one woman I just worked on she was able to she hasn't left her home in years and She's able to buy a home, get a condo, do this and do that by shifting her belief that she deserves to take care of herself, you know?
2: I think that's yeah. awesome. I it really is. do. Um yeah, Carolyn, we talk a lot on this show about the law of attraction. Um, can you summarize for our listeners how the law of attraction works with what you do?
5: Sure. Okay, and, and Simple terms, what is likened to you is drawn. Like what you put out comes back to you. <laughs> so um, whatever you're radiating, you will create. All right. So, And what you focus on, you expand. These are all the same terms to mean that um, whatever you're, you're focused on, you can attract in. So um, with clients, I try to get them either to think positively, and if they have a lot of negative thought forms, I do a lot of meditation classes. I think it's very important for people. That brings up the spirit. I have people breathe. Um, when I do readings I tend to have them take three deep breaths and that brings up the spirit. It's like a to me it's like a quick cheat sheet. <laughs> the minute they breathe, their spirit pops out and I know, you know, I can easily connect to them and that helps me to, you know, connect to their spirit what their spirit wants. So I talk spirit to spirit as opposed to personality to personality or personality to spirit. Um, and um it's just it's just a way of law of attraction is really a, realizing that you're creating your life by your thoughts you think, by the visions you put out there, by your imaginations, by whatever you're projecting. We are like cameras. We are um projecting these images out to the universe and they come back. With that quote, you think in silence and it comes to pass. Society is a looking glass. So if you want to know what you've been thinking, look about what you're creating. So I work with people a lot with that, and no judgment upon it. We all are creating unconsciously until we know that, and then we start creating consciously.
2: And it's such an important aspect of of day-to-day life, and also learning to really understand the language of the universe, because people think by wanting things that they're focusing on the positive, and they're really not, because want is lack. So when you're sitting there wanting um, the better job, or wanting the love, or wanting the this, or wanting somebody to call. You're sending out the lack of not having that in your life, and that's unfortunately what you create.
0: Absolutely. What you're really sending out is neediness, like yes. I need a job,
2: and and yes. that and that's being picked up on
0: by anybody yes. that you communicated to. Absolutely. desperation, neediness, yeah, right,
2: worry, so fear, really, and de- it, it, go ahead, Carolyn.
5: Oh, uh, worry, fear, and doubt are the big culprits. We talk a lot in my class, which is tomorrow morning, um, about how that negates the natural process of the universe to just knowing that we're abundant beings and things will come to us. Now, we're constantly taught by advertising by the world that we don't have enough and we need more. But if you come to the space that you do have it, you ha- already have it within you, and it's just about aligning with it, then it comes easier. And we everyone brings in examples of how things you know, can be manifested by the way you've you think and also when you say i want that that's a real term to your subconscious want is in the future and saying i have it it's here or i am it so once you say i want this it stays like you were mentioning it stays in the phase of not getting it of just a yearning for it
2: right without a doubt um carolyn if you had one message um that you could share with us what would it be
5: um, trust your gut no matter what.
2: I love it. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> and your gut. Do, you,
2: do you have any uh, projects underway that you want to talk about?
5: Um, sure. Well, I'm writing a book now, and um, it's just about uh, honoring your spirit and your intuition and trusting your gut, all the good stuff. And I think it's important now for people. Um, I'm just hearing such great stories in the classes I have and people <clears throat> shifting their lives. Um, so I'm just trying to write about it, and I do an inspirational newsletter um, monthly, which really helps people align. It comes through spirit and helps them align with their goals and trusting what they may be working on, accepting what is, you know, pure intentions. It's all spirit-driven. Uh, I also have regular classes. One is um, trusting intuition in everyday life, and that's Wednesday mornings. Tomorrow morning I have one, and then um, intu- intuitive developing, helping people. Um, if they want to be a reader, that's that's possible. But they also can just trust their gut more in this class intuitive development. And my also a big purpose is helping people get back to source and their connection to God and God. And then I have meditation and dialoguing with the universe, practicing and talking to the universe. Wow! My, yeah.
2: Terrific. Um, and how can listeners get in touch with you?
5: Uh, they can uh, call me at three two three nine five four six eight nine five. And also, um, Intuitive Soul Healing is my website, www.intuitivesoulhealing.com. And my email is C-A-R-C-O-L-E, the number 9, at hotmail.com. And I also have a YouTube on that I did on CNN, which shows me doing healing and um, how I got soul message from this child who needed to be healed, which is a great thing to check out on my website.
2: Oh, terrific. Well, thank you, Carolyn. It was such a pleasure having you here. Stay tuned because Carolyn Coleridge will be taking calls with us in just a few.
1: Well, it's now time for the mailbag question of the day. Here's the first mail. Dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo, I listen to your show every week and I think your advice is phenomenal. However, Why do you say that you can't make decisions for your callers? Isn't that why people call a psychic? Looking forward to hear your response, because when I pay for a reading, i like someone to tell me what the right thing to do is. Thank you. Jennifer, San Francisco, California.
2: I absolutely loved this question. And probably most of you are thinking, why am I putting a question like that on the air? Um, but I feel it's, a, it's really a very, very important question, and the answer is even more important, and that is that nobody, and I don't care if it's a psychic, if it's a medium, if it's your mother, if it's your father, if it's your best friend, nobody should be making your decisions for you. Um, when I do psychic readings, if there's a particular question, what I will do is tell you based on whatever it is, whatever the question is, the, um, the most likely outcome based on what I see on any given day. If the question that um, a, a client asks me is, um, should I leave this relationship? Should I take this job? Um, that's not my choice to make, and I'll, I'll never make it for, for another person. What I will say is, If you choose to take the job, what I see unfolding is blah, 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 blah. Or should you stay in this relationship, I feel that, you know, whatever will happen. So it's really, really important when you go in for a psychic reading to understand that the person who's reading for you should be guiding you and giving you input and data so that you can make a very well-informed decision on your own. Because, quite frankly, as a psychic, I don't want to take on the karma of you and your decisions. And that's, that truly isn't what a psychic reading is all about. Um, Dr. Cirillo, what's your take on it?
0: Oh, well, I mean, it's the same thing. They say, as, as a matter of fact, when we do media psychology, that's where we're really dealing with questions like these with people who we don't have an ongoing therapy relationship we should be especially careful never to recommend a drastic change in the other person's life because we don't know what the circumstances in therapy you can certainly say well if i were in your position i might do such and such but you have to leave the ultimate decision up to them because if it doesn't work out the way they want the last thing that you want is is for them to turn around and say see i did what you told me and it didn't work out so you lay out the alternatives, you can point out the consequences, as you said, if you go in this direction, this is likely or or that is likely, but you have to leave the ultimate decision up to them.
2: I agree um, totally on that. And it's hard because I know people go to a psychic because they want insight into a situation, but they think that insight means somebody you know, making their decisions for them. So I, Jennifer and, and, and any and everybody else out there listening, um, I hope that that sort of um, frames it better for you. When you hear me say that I can't make your decisions for you, what I can do is tell you based on what I see, um, you know, how I see things ultimately working out if you stay in the direction that you're going. And oftentimes you'll hear Dr. Cirillo and myself give you advice, because we're actually seeing the potential that um, you changing the way you act and react as well as fundamentally changing the way you think and feel um, will change the outcome. I mean, we're never locked into any outcome to change our life. It's, It's as simple as making a different choice.
0: And people don't usually call or go see a therapist or a psychic or even ask the question until they're pretty much ready to uh, go along a new path. Because if they wanted to stay on their own path and they were content, they, they wouldn't be asking questions. You know, they, they would like the way things were going.
2: That is true. And actually there was something that our guest tonight, Carolyn, had mentioned is If when I asked her that question about, you know, if you have one message that you want to get out to people, what is it? She said, follow your gut. And to me that's more important because if you make a mistake, you're making it for the right reasons because there really are no mistakes. This is a growth experience. So if you make a choice that puts you in a certain direction, as long as you get the gifts and lessons out of it, um, it's going to be beneficial. But if you do what Lady Fontaine suggests that you do, and it wasn't aligned with what you wanted to do, then, A, there's resentment, there's blame, there's this, and there's that, and there's karma, and there's all this other stuff involved. That's why I I fully, you know, back the statement, follow your gut.
5: And it actually, can I comment?
2: Sure, absolutely. Yeah,
5: it actually takes away from their power, and I, I work a lot with the universal laws. One law, one gift that God gave us is free will. So that's why I really empower people to, you know, learn to trust your gut no matter what, to taint, tune into your intuition. Sometimes um, if they have a question like that, it's a big dilemma, I'll muscle test them. I'll say, let's ask the question to your soul and let's see which is stronger. Or I'll have them, um, um, you know, draw a sheet of paper, to, like, do intuitive stuff to see them. I said, where are you feeling it? In your heart, in your gut, in your soul? What feels right to you? You know, um, let's do some writing. What do you feel? And Or I'll give them, you know, you had said this before that, you know, you would never stay with a guy that you were hurt, and now you're hurt. So what is your soul saying to you? You know, help them to trust themselves, because I agree with the karma. I agree with letting them make their own decisions, absolutely.
2: Mm. Um, we have a lot of callers tonight. And um, Julie and Frank, um, are any of these calls geared towards Carolyn? Because I'd like to take those first.
1: Ah, uh, Okay we have one that I think is a uh, is pretty much on top, I guess. Hello? Hi. Hi.
0: Yeah, we have a call. Hi, yes. caller. Hi, <laughs> caller. Who are we speaking to? All
1: right, well, fr- first we have uh, Shiloh uh, needs to have a better understanding of the law of attraction, uh, lack or want.
2: Ah, Shiloh.
1: <laughs>
5: Um, okay, so um, lack or want. Um, it, well, if you have a feeling of lack, that means that whatever you are thinking about, just uh, put it up times like exponentially, like times ten percent or twenty percent or a hundred percent. So it's whatever we focus on expands. That's so like a really important statement. So we focus on lack, more lack will come in. If you focus on want, want is not entertainment. Want is not want is wanting something, but it's actually not fulfilling. It's not having it. It's like in the future. So the more that you're putting something in the future or putting it, the, your soul and your gut and your your whole body thinks of your subconscious thinks of things literally. So if you say someday I'll make a million dollars, someday will never come. If you if you say I will make a million dollars and you hold that vibration in your energy field, in your aura field, and you're putting that out, you'll meet somebody that says, you know, hey, I have a great opportunity with you. I don't know what it is, but there's something about you radiating. There's something I feel connected to you because you're radiating that thought form. So that's the difference between wanting and, lack, and the lack of it.
2: And, and a good exercise to keep yourself out of want is to stay in a state of gratitude because if you're grateful for what you have, the universe will send you more things to be grateful for. So if you're for instance if you um, if things are not um, financially um, expanding the way you had you know thought that it would, the best way to approach that to stay out of lack is to be grateful for what you have. so if it's if it's clients, if it's every cent that you have, if it's the um, security of having you know a roof over your head and and all those other kinds of things. Find the things to be grateful for rather than getting yourself stuck in what you don't have.
0: And then you communicate a better attitude, too. You know, there was an agent who said that uh, she was trying to help a woman expand her business, and she said, well, do you do do Twitter? The, The girl said, I hate Twitter. So then she said, well, what about Facebook? I hate Facebook. Do mm. You go here. I hate that. You know, the right. person was communicating. She must have been frustrated and bitter, but that's how she was coming across. And she wasn't the type of person who you'd want to offer anything to because she comes with so much baggage. She She's pushing people that might help her away. So, yeah, if nothing else, the gratitude will help you communicate a much more positive attitude so that people want to offer you more.
5: Absolutely, and gratitude is the energy of the universe that we are abundant, and there's a lot of abundance there. And once we tap into that, more comes in. It's like attracts like. That's a great great point. Yeah.
2: Um, who is our next caller? Our
3: next caller is Chris. And Chris has a question about a mystery woman.
2: Oh, okay, Chris. Cool. Oh, hi, Chris.
1: Hey, how are you all doing tonight?
2: Good, good. How can we
1: help you? Yeah, this is a mystery woman. I wonder if um, like we're
3: gonna like get together. Or um, could we I've have a mystery her, wo- her...
2: woman's name?
1: I don't know her name.
2: Ah. I've seen her
1: like twice, and we always like smile, but I'm shy, so I don't know.
2: I've I'm scanning like, your energy to find your mystery woman. Um. Where have you run into her, or how recent have you run into her?
1: Um, I saw her at church. Oh, I just recently started a okay, new church. Okay, I got her, right. I
2: got her, I got her. Okay, as soon as you said church, I got her. Um, okay. You know, it's interesting because the energy shows itself to me <clears throat> as you both very strongly noticing each other. Um, there's almost a sense of recognition in the energy that I feel between the two of you. It actually comes through, Chris, with potential here, and and I'm not one to often say that for something like this, but my gut feeling is, um, you know, if you have the opportunity to say something to her um, or if you can, my gut feeling is even if you don't have the opportunity to say something to her but you continue to um, run into this mystery woman, you guys are going to have the opportunity to talk, and I feel there's almost going to be an instant connection between the two of you. Ooh. There's some nice energy going on between the two of you. Already. You said she
0: smiles at you all the time.
3: Well, I mean, I've seen her, like, twice, and...
0: She smiles. hmm So that's her way of saying hello. Why don't you make it a point that next time you see her, she starts to smile, that you say, Hi there, how you doing? You know, she might be a little bit shy too. That's the sense that I'm getting. But the smile is certainly a sign that she'd like to get to know you better. Sounds
3: good. I also feel so, like it, it's.
5: She, you do, um. 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 I, do you feel like she's taken or something? Because I feel like she's not, and I feel like I maybe that's know. why. You, yeah, that, I definitely I just shy. Yeah, that there's a little hesitation because I feel like their energies can align more if you actually look at her straight on because I feel like a lot of side glances. Is that right? Okay. Is there a lot of yeah. side glances instead of yeah. straight on? Yeah. so just kind of mm-hmm. move your energy and ask your guide. Say, you know what, universe, whatever, help me get the strength to kind of th- um, go and say and smile because I feel like there is, like all they said, a really strong connection. There's a fear of, whoa, what is this, okay. you know? Yeah. All right.
2: Well, Chris, okay. you, you keep us posted and let us know how it turns out.
3: Okay. Thanks a lot.
2: You're very welcome. Have a good night.
3: Yeah. And y'all too.
2: Okay. 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 What do they say? If you talk to strangers or mystery people, then
0: they won't be strangers or mystery people. That's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So who is our next
3: caller? We have Deanna. She wants to know about a healing, so I think this is good oh. for our guest.
2: Good. Okay, Diana. Deanna. Hi, Hi. good evening
3: to each and every one of you, and uh,
6: I didn't know that uh, Carolyn was doing intuitive healing, and that's pretty much what I said to the person that answered the phone, Mm
7: -hmm. I was
6: wondering when my life is going to be going on the track rather than off the track, it's been a whole long time, especially the last two years, but it's really been a very long time. And before I go to the next dimension, I would like my life to be going right on track.
2: Um, okay. Caroline, could I, could I let you run with this one? Sure, what's your first name again Diana
5: Diana, okay. um Diana, the first thing I'm getting is your heart center, and I feel the sadness in it. There's a lot of sadness. Um, is there a sense of not feeling appreciated or something in life? Oh, yes, yeah, it's really strong, mm. so um um, they're saying, well, you have a lot of inner wisdom that you um that you would like to give out somewhere, is that true And like you don't speak up the way you'd like to or something, because I feel like it not very, when it
6: comes to the, not hmm? when it comes to defending my views or my safety. But other than that, I'm very outspoken. Whenever it doesn't concern me personally, and I'm a good helper.
5: Yeah, it feels. Yeah, it feels like you have a teaching wisdom part of you that needs to be activated a little bit more. Because you say, when will I get out of it? And is when you make that switch into honoring that divine divinity within you and that wise teacher. And there's something about spirituality and teaching. Um, and and then like not listening to others' negative viewpoints because I feel like a good portion of your earlier life there was a lot of negative viewpoints towards you. Is that true?
6: Yes,
5: yeah, like a lot of negativity true, true. that that you pulled in and believed, but let go of that. And you know, again, like they're showing me a mirror and then another mirror and and kind of looking at yourself differently, looking in the mirror, and then all of a sudden it uh, changes and bringing. You have a lot of gold energy, so. There's, you know, like that usually means to me like a wise teacher. Um, Do you teach any kind of spiritual classes or anything or seeking that? Not
6: yet. Is that what you want to do? I I don't quite know. I work as a language translator, Mm
0: -hmm. and I like
6: to translate as you're talking and say that, especially about, you know, topics as we listen to on spirituality, like
0: Mm -hmm. sound,
6: healing, and everything else but I do it more in a legal, you know, environment. But I am always interested in new things, uh, epigenetics, uh, kinesiology, what you were talking about before, which is a career done in South America. It's Mm -hmm. called physical therapy, but of course, feeling the muscles. I'm very inquisitive, and I feel completely stuck. I do want to say something. I so appreciated during the horoscope, Moonlight Lady by Julio Iglesias. Wow, lifted my spirits right
5: away. <laughs> but when you talked about all this, um, the spirituality, epigenetics, and that, your energy got lighter and you got brighter. Did you realize that? So that's the kind of thing that you need to work with, either in a class and then like a mastermind group or something where you're expressing that, not just for work, but just for you know the the love of just expressing it and talking about it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, the
6: belief on the, on the broadcasting, it, yeah, but I don't know how to go about it, and it, I feel like I'm just not on track, you just need and a group. there you need is a, more. A,
5: yeah, you need a spiritual group that you can exchange, I feel like an isolation from like-minded people, is that true? Yes. Yeah, so where are you located? Miami, Miami. Okay, so that's a big city. So check a meetup group or go to a spiritual, metaphysical bookstore and try to get a, you know, connect to a group like that where you can express that. And I just and they keep showing me the uh, ocean and pushing the past away and looking at yourself differently and you know reaching for you can heal your life. You know that book? It feels like that's a good book for you. Um, and, you but mean really see? Yeah, Mm-hmm. if you have read it, read it again. You know, and yes, just I kind know. of open it The affirmations, get connecting deeper. Um, and they're saying you have a strong ability to transmit light energy, like almost like a healing energy yourself. Have you done any Different healing work? I'm
6: What's that? No, I haven't. And I do yeah. like everything related to natural medicines and everything else, we'll
5: but see. Your guys have been watching you and all this Mhm.
2: And and see my, my feeling is that part of your um, your your sense of feeling that you're off track is because you are. You're not listening. And, and I think that's what Carolyn is really trying to refocus you here, is that you have so much going on inside of you right now, Diana, and when I listen to you Not only am I hearing um, the happiness and joy when you're talking about the things that you are aligned with, I'm also hearing and feeling the empowerment. And I honestly feel if you take some quiet time, maybe maybe meditation or just spending, you know, 15 minutes a day with a gratitude journal and try to get in touch with, with the things that are truly important to you, that's my gut feeling is you've just lost what's important to you you don't know and that's why i feel you feel so off kilter
0: or maybe it's the conflict between needing an income and a steady job like she's staying in a legal environment as a translator and right now you can't certainly make a living doing the spiritual you should probably start doing it for yourself like for your own healing and your own growth and then gradually ease into it as you make connections in that field You don't have to quit what you're doing now. Just ease into something that's more gratifying.
5: Definitely, yeah. Definitely take that that little bit of a time. That's why a group would be good. I totally agree with what they said, too.
6: I do hear you. Um, Although I haven't done anything to be ashamed of, I feel completely weighed down by a sense of shame. So I'm reading a lot of books about that. And uh, I seem to identify with what the author, uh, the latest author, has been saying about it. um, But I feel that there's more for me to do, not just understand it, but also do something with it.
5: If you can get um, also a healing treatment, either acupuncture or Qigong or Reiki from somebody, maybe one of these stores that really brings up your soul messages and what you want to do. It helps ease your soul. So, Because like the other uh, woman had said, it's like you feel disconnected from it. There needs to be a snap back in of your focus back into your spirit and your soul. Um, well, I'll,
2: I'll give it a try as soon good. as I can. Good. And let us know how it works for you.
6: Please let me continue
2: listening. I'm not online. Okay. All right. We will thank you so canceled. much and bless you all. All right, thank you. Um, well, who is our next caller?
1: Next up, we have a uh, Shiloh who had some technical difficulties originally. Uh, Shiloh has a question for you, Lady Fontaine, about the law of attraction. Okay, Shiloh.
2: Hi there. Sorry. Hi. Did you hear us before Hi. when we did answer your question?
8: I I did hear, yeah. And I was just wondering about that. Like, I I hear what you're saying as far as um. Instead of saying you want something, um, you act as though you have it now? Is that what you're saying? You well, act like you have
2: it? You know, it's acting like you you have it isn't going to do it. You have to feel it. You have to know it. You have to trust it. What is it that you're trying to And imagine? how do you do
8: that if you don't have it? Because, like, you know you don't have it. That's obvious. Or exactly. you wouldn't want
2: it, exactly. you know? That's <laughs> I mean, I work with a lot of people, you know, who are in, for instance, say, dire financial straits or they're... Um, going through a divorce, and for me to say, "Well, pretend that you are in a loving relationship." I mean, people aren't going to identify right. that. Um, that's why, <clears throat> excuse me. That's why getting back again to gratitude, start looking at the things in your life that you can be grateful for. Find things that have a good comfort level for you. Um, you know, we were talking earlier today about, for instance, Dr. Cirillo and myself, and and even Carolyn. We don't have a nine to five job. Where somebody's paying us, um, you know, uh, to work um, eight hours a day or ten hours a day. We're we're basing our our income on 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 clients, on people finding us, being drawn to us, and coming to us. So what I do as a typical exercise is every single time I get a new client, I am grateful. I am so thankful for that client. And what happens is, being in that state of gratitude, it attracts more clients to me. So what is it that you're trying to manifest so we can we can sort of tune into the specifics in your life? Um,
8: well, just like the last caller, maybe if you can just tell me what, because I do that. I am grateful for everything I have. I truly am. Um, what, what could I do or what do you think I should do to get things going better for me? Because they're just not...
0: In um, what area you get of the, life are things going better? Work, uh, relationships?
8: Um, relationships I don't really care about. It's more about work and you need ability.
2: Ability. Yeah. Um, Carolyn, do you want to run with this one since you have techniques that maybe could shift her quicker than mine?
5: Well, uh, Shiloh, let's see. Uh, Shiloh, take a deep breath. Okay. Um, shall I look the first, are you do you write at all? Do you do any writing?
8: Yeah, I write. I'm just for personal reasons. I don't. Okay.
5: Um, but do you like express yourself through writing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could, if you ever like um, had a dream, would you ever want to write a book or anything like that?
8: Um, probably not about my dreams because they're weird.
5: <laughs> I know. Not I mean A dream in your life of what you want to do. Would you ever dream about writing a book?
8: Probably
5: not, mhm, because I see like I do it that's what... well, um, I feel like you have a real gift with it, so I'm just putting that out there, and then I see children around you, like you know, like nurturing and helping children, but in your breath i also, also felt a lot of fear, and is that true? Are you real nervous about Yeah. right, and what about working with children?
8: Um I don't want to say I don't like. <laughs> that's not really true um, I just have a little Tolerance for children Today and it's that's more Geared towards the parents today They're much different and the kids are becoming Much different so I don't know how to say it without it sounding worse Than what I really truly mean You know I do like some kids but I don't I wouldn't really choose A career working with them I don't think
5: mm-hmm. You don't think Okay What's that?
8: Maybe animals I would Maybe. really enjoy.
5: Okay, because I feel like though a lot of your thought forms have to do with fear and have to do with a lack of confidence. Does that make sense? Definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: like it's it's almost like we can't get to what you really want because you're afraid of either offending or not. So there might be, and thank, God, thank you for saying animals. That's wonderful. They need help right now. They're, they're our ecosystem yeah. on the planet helping them. So let's just start there. So I feel like anything you can do, to help animals, to, to, you know, do volunteer work. Start start with what you love and what you're good at. Um, but well, I feel to like, be like a vet tech, that is, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt,
0: but no, I know man. that one of the most desirable careers, you know, where they need people in this rough economy is, is a veterinarian's uh, tech, you know, a helper in a veterinarian's office. Like people are still bringing the animals for their shots, you know, it's not like the dog or cat is something that you get rid of in a bad economy. It's like another child, and they're taking care of that, that family member. And, and certainly if you were willing to train as, as a vet tech or, as Carolyn said, do volunteer work and then maybe ease into it, you know, that would be an open job with income and getting paid to do what you would pay to do that really defines uh, real success.
5: Mm-hmm. and uh, is that
0: something that's possible to
8: mm-hmm. you um well i'm going to school right now i am i'm not doing volunteer work but i do project like i just posted something online about um for the month of june that i was trying to bring in as much um blankets and pet items as possible to donate to the local milk kill shelters and stuff and i've already gotten a lot of responses with that so i'm going to go around and pick up that stuff and take it to the shelters but um
0: Good, Good. That's wonderful. But that's while you're there, best. don't hesitate to ask for a job. Want we'll to see if anything's available right. if they need help.
2: Yeah, Because I honestly well. feel that's where your passion will come out. And that's right. where you won't be living in a state of fear. Because I do agree with Caroline that, that that's so strong in your energy, fear based.
5: And I think that there's something about working with things that are um, animals or children, things that are vulnerable and i have been hurt because of some kind of pattern in your life. And just trust that if you work with the universe, if you work with your guides, that you'll be able to get over that. And you are important because I don't feel like you feel that way and that you can contribute. Does that make sense to you?
8: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Okay. It seems like you need to hear that. Is that true? Where is she? Did I lose her?
2: Yeah. She's still there? Yeah. We're having a little bit of trouble hearing you.
5: Are, you. are you okay, Shiloh? Yeah, I am.
2: I'm sorry. It sounds like maybe what Carolyn said
0: touched uh, something in you, and, and you're reacting to this emotionally a little bit. Yeah, it's probably a lot of bit.
8: <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: that's good.
5: That's good, because we hit something. But Well, that's, what, what that's kind of like what I get from your soul, you know, that you're that you're valuable and that you can work through the pain you went through to turn around and help the, the animals that were vulnerable. And they're important. And your work is very, very important to the planet. Our ecosystem is messed up when it comes to the way we treat animals, and we have to get it back in alignment. That's an honorable job. And it's so highly looked upon by the universe, by Mother Nature, by God, believe me. Okay.
8: Well, thank you very much. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Thank I, you for
5: calling. Okay. Thank you. God
3: bless you. Do
2: we have any other callers?
3: We do. We have a uh, Yvette whose birthday is tomorrow. So, nice little birthday gift. Uh, she has a question for all of you.
2: Sure. Yvette. Hi, guys. Hi. How can we hi. help you? Happy birthday.
7: Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're um, a Gemini?
2: I am. I'm a Gemini, too.
7: Yay. Yay. Funny enough, Carolyn, I think we live in the same town. <laughs> oh, we do? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're in L.A.? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. What's your name again? Yvette. Oh, hi, Yvette. Cool. So um, I'm interested in knowing about my new love life.
5: You mean the love life coming in? Yes. Okay, Um, there's no one around. Is that true?
7: Okay, there's someone there. I'm not interested in him remotely.
5: I just, I've decided no.
7: Well,
5: that would be no one. Okay. That would be no one, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just feels like, um, wow, you have a lot of bright lights around you. (laughs) Um, A lot of light blue, so... So you know, I just feel like it's just about you—you you just being open and mm-hmm. you know having this enthusiasm and putting it out there. And if, and you know the person, the right person is going to come in soon because you're very magnetic right now. So I don't know—you've been working on yourself or something, or this, you know, it just feels like it's a really close thing. Um, they said, "I bet loves to be loved" is what I'm hearing. Does that make sense? Say that again. Like you love to be loved. Like you love that love energy. You love to mm-hmm. be loved. You love to be connected. You're kind of vivacious. Um, and they just keep saying, turn around. So whenever you're out and you feel energy or you feel something and you're like, maybe I should turn, turn around. I don't know why that's going to be significant, <laughs> but um, keep yourself open. And I also feel like I see you sitting in a chair and visualizing what you want and putting it out there to the universe, like, the, like again, what, um, the feeling tone, you mm-hmm. know. I think Lady Fontaine had said that, mm-hmm. a feeling of what you want. And I feel like it's really soon. Um, I see a barbecue or something around you. But when I say these things, it's not the only time. It's just they're to show me opportunities mm-hmm. to meet someone significant. Um, I also feel like you really want to connect to someone for long term. Right, like, yeah. Like you're not into wasting time at all. Right. <laughs> and there's a long energy going out from your green and yellow in your heart. And, and I feel like I see, you know, one or two really coming in strongly. So it's just a matter of yourself, just making eye contact, looking around. Um, They're saying living in the moment, too. Okay. Are you going to a couple parties or something? I
7: have been, and I'm sure, you know, with with life and stuff, you never know what tomorrow brings.
5: Yeah, there's a lot of parties around. I just see parties. I see a barbecue. I see balloons. So keep yourself open. Can I ask another question real quick?
2: Sure, go ahead.
7: Um, I've been feeling this... Maybe there's, your, there's amazing, amazing energy, and um, it's just phenomenal. And I feel clear. I feel in the in in spirit, if you want to call it that. Um, and then I go to work, and I feel like I know my vibration is raising, grow, you know, expanding. And I'm looking at everyone around me, and it's just almost a, such, such a huge contrast around me. And I'm like, okay, like there's this I. I feel clear and I feel good. I know everyone around me doesn't. And it's just such a contrast.
5: I don't know if you can shed light on that or... Uh, Oh, okay. Why do you feel such a contrast, a a job? Well, um... but
7: but in general, like my life, I feel like I feel really vibrant. I feel really good. I feel alive, (laughs) enthusiastic, and and everything around me feels low. (laughs) And then Uh even, you know, even like I'm I'm just like keeping on the brighter side of things and, and then you have people just like, not feeling feeling it.
5: <laughs> right. Well, you know, you do have a strong healing energy and you have a strong, um just it's like a just like you said, like a bright light and I feel like that somehow in your um belief system, which is not a bad thing, um, you wanna help people feel like you do and shine it out. So you're you're kind of I don't know what you did in, in a past life or whatever, but it feels like you, you're you're put in a place to make people feel better. But the spirit is saying you don't have to feel obligated to do that.
7: Well, it's funny know? That's I'm not, I, I know I'm not,
5: and I yeah. feel like, okay. and,
7: yeah, I do know that. I, I, at one time, I was that person.
5: I am not okay. anymore. Okay, good, good. Well, then, just keep shifting, because is, is your job a little bit, it's like mundane or something? Yes. Yeah. Perfect word. It's, it's not, yeah, I just feel like the same thing over and over again. So this might be a good time to start looking for a shift into what you want to do a little bit more. Okay. You know, and I feel like being out in front of people, either talking to them, motivating them, speaking, um Doing something like that, um, are you kind of funny, too? Are you kind of <laughs> well, funny, people think I am. I've never thought about being comedian.
7: I mean, the thought of being co- a comedian would be like, I'm funny in life. I'm, I'm, go- I'm good in you life. You sound like
5: the life of the party, like someone right.
0: who really likes out there.
7: <laughs> yeah, the that's why like, yeah. I didn't
5: really think comedian. I mean, I feel right. like that energy, but yeah. I feel like being in a speaker or something, but making people feel good and laugh, that would be your gift. You know, because wow. you're already shining. Right. <laughs> and and just um, thinking about things to talk about.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
5: Wow. So, so Carolyn, I'm, your number... Go on. Moral fiber with you, too. Something about a moral fiber.
2: You're so, very right. Like,
5: helping people, like, look at things in a more ethical way, like, what are uh-huh. you doing? But, uh, come on, guys, it's not okay to dump oil in the water. Come on. <laughs> you know, right. we drink that stuff, you know. Right, so, right. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and
7: your number is 323-954-6898, 3, 3, 8,
5: 9, 8, 9, 9, yeah. You can also check out Intuitive Soul Healing and send Intuit me an email. Soul. Okay. And I've
7: had beta healing, and it's amazing. Great. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, Bye. God bless you.
2: Um, we have time for one more quick call.
3: Okay. We have Lena, and Lena also has a relationship question.
2: Okay, Lena. Yeah. Hello there. Hi. How can we help you?
5: I wanted to see where you felt as far as my energy, as far as, is, is this for me or whoever?
2: Um, well, I, I asked for a little bit more specifics, so
5: we need energy
2: regarding relationships? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll start at Carolyn, and then I'm going <laughs> to let you jump in. Um, I'm feeling a, a very big void in your energy around relationships. I feel somebody who was in your life a while ago um, <clears throat> that to me feels like um, total, almost like total misrepresentation in a way. And it sort of took a big chunk of your heart um, and and sort of twisted it in a way where you're just – so afraid. I feel you have so much protection around you, and you're so afraid of opening your heart. Is that true?
8: Yeah, I went through a really bad divorce eight years ago, and it's. Go, I'm going through some legal problems right now. I feel like it's stirring the pot. <laughs>
2: mm. um, you know, it kind of feels to me that in order to shift into something more vibrant. Um, for, for romance and love, um, you sort of have to find that place within yourself where you're able to sort of, you know, allow yourself to feel vulnerable and peel off that, that layer of protection that you have. Because I feel in many, many ways you're keeping everybody, you know, 10 feet away from you with not necessarily how you're acting as much as what you're radiating and what you're sending out to the universe. Is that true? I mean, because to me, there feels to be such a huge void in your life right now around romance.
8: Yeah, around well, friendships, too, I notice. I don't know, I just, uh, I guess I have a lot of mistrust inside of me because I've, I've been burned by a lot of people and I feel like I give so much of myself and then, you know, feel like I'm being disappointed a lot of times in life.
2: And sometimes when we give... Um, too much and we're not honoring ourselves i mean if you listen to the sh- to my show regularly you're all you're you're i'm sure you're familiar with hearing me talk about learning to honor yourself and if you honored yourself as much as you're honoring other people because it's all <laughs> yourself away um but carolyn because we have just a few more minutes are there any quick thoughts or ideas that you can that you could share with us
5: I feel like you're right on and I, I felt like I don't want to get hurt is really strong with your energy field reading out but also I get a long um, eight years is divorce so seven years is the end of a cycle so it's really time to work on forgiveness of the situation and that most importantly of yourself and any book or anything you read on forgiveness just giving back and realizing it was a lesson but um, and there's two people in the relationship it wasn't all your fault or his fault it was a combination of you know a painful match but it's okay to like um you know bury that you know put it back behind you um and to remove um the victim energy because that's gonna you know going through legal problems but um to realize it's a lesson and that um, you're doing well no matter what okay a lot of self-nurturing energy should be given to yourself
0: yeah, a lot of times when somebody's been traumatized, say, by the divorce, and then they go through legal action, just dealing with the legal system, again, brings up the feelings that they had in the divorce. So you've got to keep the two separate in your mind, that even though it feels the same and there's some of the same elements, it's actually a different, uh, probably a much smaller situation.
5: Yeah, I also feel something. some issue with bound, like setting good boundaries with people, too. I know you're already separating. There is a void um, but, um, setting boundaries when you feel hurt immediately instead of letting it fester, but um
0: yeah.
5: yeah, and just kind of cutting it down, so then it's later it's like, oh, I should have said that, but um, mm-hmm. you know you you made mistakes, but that's okay, you can change it now, you're getting this great information from um wonderful intuitives, and I feel like you have the ability to shift yourself,
4: you really do, okay, thank you very
2: much. Thank you so much. And Carolyn, I want to thank you again. I mean, you've been an absolutely incredible guest. You really have. I hope we could have you back sometime.
5: Absolutely. I'd love to be back. You guys are wonderful. I enjoyed the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you so very much.
5: Same here.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Don't forget to visit Lady Fontaine's website at ladyfontaine.com to learn more about her or to schedule a private reading or life coaching session. Lady Fontaine is an internationally known psychic and life coach. You can also follow Lady Fontaine on Twitter, Facebook, and NING for her latest announcements. Also, please visit our show page on Blog Talk Radio for details on all of our co-hosts, along with their contact information. Please visit our show page on Blog Talk Talk Radio for details on all of our co-hosts, along with their contact information. Be sure to send your questions to mailbag at to have your questions answered live on the air by Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo.
3: Thank you, Frank. There seemed to be a little bit of echo there, but we heard the announcements. To find out more about our guest, Carolyn Coleridge, be sure to visit her website at www intuitive soul healing s o u l healing dot com next week we're having a special paranormal paranormal show so stay tuned and lady Fontaine and dr Jean cerilla will be taking more of your calls next week as well
2: wow i i apologize for whatever's going on 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 the line for the echo and whatnot but I do want to thank you all um all the listeners and all the callers for inviting us into your homes tonight. We love hearing from you. Thank you to our guest, Carolyn Coleridge, who has helped enlighten us tonight with her intuitive healing methods. Thank you also to my co-hosts, Dr. Jean Cirillo, Frank Tedero, and Julie Zellman. Special thanks to Rachel Look, who did a great job screening calls and helping us with the switchboard. Thank you all. Many blessings to each of you, and I am in gratitude to all of you. Um, for any callers who did not get on the air tonight, please give us a call next week. We'll be back here taking your calls. So have a wonderful week, and remember to honor yourself, and you'll automatically draw in countless experiences that honor you. Paranormal enthusiasts, remember to tune in to Frank Tadero's The Invisible World. Either call 718-508-9285, or check out the show page here on Blog Talk Radio for The Invisible World. He's on next. Good night, everyone. Hope to, hear, hope to see you back here next week. And remember to reclaim you. We are always here to honor and support you and provide you with the guidance to help inspire you to, me, to make all your dreams come true. Good night, all. Have a wonderful week.